All I'm saying is we'll find a way to beat him. We will. I don't know how yet, but we will. Because we're the guys who break the rules. But I can't do it without you. I can't. Just like I couldn't do it today without you. I need my brother. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Meat Man. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. It's the TV show Supernatural. Uh, the Meat Man cometh. The Meat Man do cometh. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listen, d- obeying us. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot yeah. of fun. I didn't yeah, realize I had this. We, <laughs> what else can we get y'all to yeah. do? <laughs> if you guys also, if you can't, you know, tweet Meat Man at us, maybe you'll go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash yeah. monster of the week. Yeah. Uh, and thank you to all the people who have already done both of those things. That means a lot to us. Um, Hell yeah. And sorry to all the people that are following our Twitter that I keep retweeting. I've retweeted every single one so far, Chris. I've, I've done it. It's uh, that It would be irresponsible not to. 
So well, one person uh, messaged us on Facebook and said, "I don't fuck with Twitter." But mm. Meat Man and I was like, I respect this hustle. Respect, <laughs> respect. I almost took a screenshot of it and just tweeted it out, but it had like her full name, and I was like, <laughs> uh, it's probably not the, probably not the move there. Chris, how are you today, my man? I'm doing okay. Um, it's a little stormy, so you know, gotta be careful. The might get hit by lightning. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, I'm excited. How are you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing good. I uh, I am picking up a lot of rain noise, which is which is weird. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll we'll just mm-hmm. have some some rain noise in the background for all of this. Uh, but that's okay. People like the dark and stormy, yeah, kind of kind of vibe. Someone does just, this come out in October? I don't remember what week we're in. <laughs> uh, it it does not. It will come out in November. First episode of oh that cold November rain. Mm-hmm. That cold November. Has it really been a year since we've released November Rain? That doesn't seem yeah. right, but Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, we're back. We're season 15. I like this episode. I have. I, I know I have been on the complaining side of Supernatural mm. season 15. I I like this episode. I do have like some minor criticisms about it, but overall, I think it's it's really fun. It's good. This one snuck up on me. I didn't know what to think, yeah, but I liked it. It, it's, uh, it continues our, our tradition of just like, who died? <laughs> who can we who can we yeah. bring back? Yeah. Um but that's okay. I don't mind that. There's also still just like a little bit of fuck Kevin in this. Yep. Mhm. Cuz <laughs> like we'll bend over backwards for someone else. We can, sorry, o- <laughs> we can only sp- we can make this spell happen one time. <laughs> sorry, we didn't really think anything through for you, Kev. Yeah, yeah. And Sam's like I'm definitely doing it with one of my dead girlfriends. I don't care which one we're going to use it on. There's a lot of Any them. Any one of them. It's going to be one of my dead girlfriends. You think Jessica went to hell? Uh, I would hope not. God, I, would, I mean, I'd hope not. Do you think they're bringing? I don't know if, do you think Yellow Eyes got her? I don't know if that's. <laughs> well, Mary went to heaven when Yellow Eyes got her. True, 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 true. I mean, she was a poltergeist for a while, and then she yeah. went to heaven. And then she went to heaven. Yeah. Do, do you think she's haunting that dorm room that they were sleeping in, or whatever? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Poor that's Jess. pretty. That that'd be a good urban legend. Um, something the to base a supernatural room. episode on. Imagine they go. This is a season fifteen episode. They go to the Stanford dorms. Yep. <laughs> There's a haunting in the Stanford dorms, and then Sam finds out it's Jess. It's just Jess. I bet. Do you, what's uh, the over under on Jess coming? Uh, also, when uh, I ask you what's the over under, can you explain to me what over and under means? Because I just know to use that phrase when asking for like odds. It's I don't actually over, know what that. It's if, is what is the chance it's over? What is the chance it's under? Um, so that's... that doesn't apply to anything that I was saying. Okay, well, no, I have no, I have no idea. It's just, a, just what are the chances that Jess comes back in season fifteen? Huh. I'm saying like I mean, 75% at this point. I would I would say that it would it would be high, but I think because she's hasn't really been in like the con circuit mm-hmm. with everybody else that there's there's no chance. Uh, it seems gotta, like they're just they just do convention favorites. You got to put the work um, in is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I don't know what she's up to, but I don't think that she's done conventions as far as I've ever seen. So, no one's ever talked about her. She does die in the first episode, so I get it. Um, <laughs> She was in Agents but, of know. Shield for a while. She was really cool. Yeah, she was. She came back in bird. season five as Lucifer. Still a better Lucifer than uh, Mark Pepperoni. Exactly. A hundred percent agree. Anyway, <laughs> you want to talk about this episode? Yeah, to catch us up, dude. What's been happening season fifteen? Last time on Supernatural, after a surprise werewolf prank pulled by none other than Lilith, the boys realize that Truck isn't truly gone after all. Did and you he's just still say Truck? Concocting diabolical ends for the Winchester brother. <laughs> Though Sam is able to see these outcomes via his dreams. Dean is once again losing hope. The equalizer has been destroyed and Cass is still missing in action. Damn. Did you say that the truck has not been 
the truck. What did I say? You, you said did they, the, what truck has been up to? <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Chuck? Chuck. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, listen, internet's a little spotty sometimes. We don't know who, what who's saying anywhere how. You know what I mean? That's true. That's that's a hundred percent true. You nailed it. Uh, yeah, yeah. We are talking about season fifteen, episode six, "Golden Time." If you want to know what "Golden Time" is, just refer to the outtakes. We discussed it a yes. lot. This was yeah. written by Meredith Glenn and directed by John F. Showalter. It came out after Chris and I's birthday on the date of November twenty first, twenty nineteen. Out of difficulties grow miracles. Sam and Dean are visited by an old friend. Castiel Perfect. investigates the disappearance of a local tea. <laughs> I'm begging you, CW, please, just any kind of flavor on this. I feel like I am eating a, in a, a, a chicken casserole at church they'll, made they'll by a woman named spoil Karen. The whole episode without putting a single dash of seasoning on it. I mean, just I mean, like just fucking season salt, some Lowry's. Just put put some effort into this already. Uh, they catch us up. Dean and Castiel's broken up. Rowena's dead, uh, and then we, we start out in our cold open, and uh, what we very quickly learn is Rowena, Rowena's apartment, I think it's a pretty baller move to have an oil painting of yourself in your apartment. That's pretty fucking Extremely cool. Extremely cool move. It's dope. Um, we have someone come to the door and pretend to be a neighbor, uh, and then she uses magic to open the door, and we realize she is there to rob the place. Uh, yeah, that's not a very neighborly move. No, no, not at all. You didn't even smell anything funny in there. You just went. You just, just went. You just you used magic. Okay, Aloha Mora. Okay, Hermione. All you right, or we get it. We get it. Yeah, Op- Opus Operende or whatever the fuck. <laughs> fuck it out of you with that shit. <laughs> I saw someone bitching the other day about Harry Potter spells and how they're just Latin. <laughs> like they, they're just, just Latin, dude. They're just saying like float. <laughs> You just know Latin? Yeah. Okay. It's exactly like the X-Men in the cartoons who would just always announce their powers when they use them. Like, it's exactly the same thing, but just because it's in Latin, it sounds good. You know, words give intention, right? It's, it's true. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Uh, sheep tears the place apart. She's breaking jars. What seems like an unreasonable amount of glass jars at this joint. Uh, mm-hmm. Tearing up books. Uh, she says she kind of butters to herself that she's looking for the good stuff. Uh, but before she can find the good stuff, she starts to bleed from the nose. Her vision starts failing. She starts to cough. She collapses. She crawls towards the door, and then she dies. Home girl got hexed. Uh, this girl's name is Jacinda in the script, cool. or in the that's what she's credited. Although the show, I just, didn't catch that one. Well, that's because they never refer to her as Jacinda because she, they just call her Jesse. <laughs> so don't okay. know what was happening. All right. There. Well, that's lore. That's actually lore. Deep lore. The deep deep lore right there for you, everybody. Um, Next, uh, we head over to the bunker. Sam is sitting there doing some research on his laptop when he thinks he kind of spots something over his shoulder. Something a little spooky's going on. Mm-hmm. I gotta admit, as much as I was happy to see who it was returning, I was also kind of disappointed that it wasn't like actually like, a spooky thing. <laughs> like, well, bunker's haunted. Bunker's like, haunted. Yeah. Psyched, <laughs> this is what we want. We want. We want the bunker uh, to be haunted. Um, yeah, he starts seeing some some weird stuff, uh, but before he can really fully investigate, in walks uh, shambling Dean. Because mm-hmm. like Dean is obviously after the last episode uh, where they have lost their only weapon against God, realized that God is back and actively gunning for them. Um, he has just given up all hope. He, man, he's you know just what? Done. These boys have been through it. These boys have really been through it. I don't blame them, man. Like this has been a rough few years, uh, and I also like to put a robe on and get in my pajamas and just eat cereal in my bed while presumably watching old westerns. Like I have to imagine that's what he's doing down there. Mm-hmm. I think he says uh, uh, he's binging Scooby Doo episodes, but you know. 
Yeah. So then he eats that whole box of cereal, which you know Sam has to make a comment on. But then when Dean, I think he goes and he eats another snack or cereal of some sort he like winces in pain and i was like this dude like fuck up his tongue from eating too much cereal <laughs> i think he i think he was eating rotten cereal is what that was supposed to oh. <laughs> i think okay. i think, he, I I think like, does he just, just have mouth sores from too, too much captain crunch <laughs> there's no such thing as too much captain crunch uh, do you have a do you have a best and worst cereal like this the best stuff and the worst stuff i eat this like oh like, god kashi wheat vanilla oat crap okay um dope because it's it's supposed to be good for my stomach. It does actually help. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to think like what I loved as a kid. I do remember the first time I had Captain Crunch. My parents never bought it, um, but I was at a sleepover when I was like 13. So I'm on the older end, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, someone's like, "Here you go." He's a bowl of Captain Crunch. I'm like, "Oh, I've always wanted to try this," and that was like like a sugary fucking blast to the face. That was that was pretty rock and rolling. Do you have a go-to cereal? I do. As an adult man? Uh, as an adult man, not really. Um, as, a, as a young man, uh, probably Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That would be Dude, my favorite. I'll love me some good Cinnamon Toast Crunch, for sure, uh, for sure. Like Charms. You know, it's any- just it sort of faded out of my life for a long time because I can't drink milk. And I, you know, I'm a cereal with milk kind of guy. Um, I've, you know, there's oat, oat milks and that sort of thing now that I can sort of you know, tamper with a little. <laughs> God, Chris is gone again. Chris. Are we, why do we keep losing each other? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 you said something about oat milk and then you disappeared. Um, that's what happens when you drink oat milk, dude. Yeah, no you, bones. <laughs> you need, you, apparently you need real milk for bones. And since I haven't had milk since like seventh grade, I got no bones. You're Local no, bones. More like no bones. No bones um, day, everybody. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's continue while we still can. Okay. So. Um, yeah, Sam is kind of mad. He's like, so I've been sitting here looking for God or Lilith, uh, and we see on his screen that like somebody's face appeared in a pizza, uh, and but <laughs> but you've just been in there eating cereal and binging Scooby Doo. Uh, Dean asks about Sam's visions, and he's like, they've stopped. You know, maybe maybe they'll stop for good. And Dean's like, no, no, I don't think so. I think I think it's gonna keep going. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Sam says that he hasn't had one of these since last episode yeah effectively it's been two days um which i don't know if that means that chuck is like done writing like he's figured it out or what but um or if because the equalizer was destroyed if it severed the link between them which would be pretty stupid because it seems as this is like the only like plot point we have to hang on to here it's um it would be pretty dumb if that happened but also i just don't think they wanted to talk about it yet like they're like we've got 15 more episodes or 14 more episodes after this yeah. we'll, we'll get to the god stuff later yeah yeah, it's our final episode six, right? We forgot to say that, I think. That's it. Uh, I did. It's the last episode six. So, yeah, Dean is just basically, he res- he's resigned. He's like, yo, God's going to find us eventually. I'm finishing Scooby-Doo again. Yeah. All right. I've started One Piece. <laughs> hit me, I've started hit me up One later. Piece, Sam. All right. Do you know how fucking long that show is? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. There's 14 movies. I dare you to compare the, MSU, the MCU. The MCU would never. <laughs> I literally dare you, Sam. <laughs> Sam, I will put my hands on you. <laughs> I dear you. And uh, we switch over to, for the first time in several episodes, Castiel. Castiel. Um, and he's, we find out th- through a series of, of scenes that Castiel has rented a cabin out in this town. And he just goes fishing every morning. He's made friends with the guy at the bait and tackle store. This is extremely that's, good. I, that's I, just lovely. I, you know, I know he's kind of like running from his problems. This is like the beginning of every like Stephen King novel yep. is where the novelist has gone <laughs> off to, to start a new life somewhere. That's Castiel. He's the he's the hot novelist who's shown up in town. 
I love the fact that Castiel has apparently been in this like rural community for a little while because like he's on a first name basis with the bait shop guy, Andy. Um, he's been noticed by the townspeople as like the person that has uh, rented this cabin. But he has not changed his wardrobe whatsoever. He is walking no. around in the, in the trench coat and a loose tie, uh, presumably fishing in a trench coat, which I don't know how much fishing you've done in your life, Chris, but like a trench coat would not help with the fishing activity seem... whatsoever. And he reveals <laughs> that he hasn't had much success. And I think the trench coat is a, is a big part of that. If, if we saw Castiel rock up in like the, the hunting outfits that Sam and Dean were wearing oh, a couple of episodes, episodes ago. The internet would melt would be, down. Internet would melt yeah. down. Uh, He's just got on a vest I would, like, a, like a bunch of pouches full of stuff. He's got live worms in one of them because it's just not really this, sure what's going this. on. I love the line that he gives um, to Andy, the bait shop guy, uh, because he's complaining that the bait's no longer worse. <laughs> he thinks that the, quote, fish have begun to anticipate me, <laughs> which is just a really <laughs> funny line from Castiel. Um, oh. But he notices that Andy, the bait shop guy, uh, is drinking with his morning coffee. And when he asked about it, Andy says that uh, he's part of the volunteer fighter apartment. They pulled a body out of the water and the body was of a local teen and the body was drained of his blood. And Cassie, I was like, TMI. TMI, I thought I you were going to say, you know, you broke up with your wife or something. Yeah, I'm yeah. not interested in whatever you're talking about. Yeah, I thought you were going to be out of bait. I thought that's why you were drinking. Um, I thought so. this, was, this was an out of bait morning whiskey kind yeah, of situation. Not, yeah. Dean has really skewed Castiel's opinion about what, what, what worry, happens I when have, someone I is have drinking. I have a loose <laughs> handful of worms in, my, in the pocket of my pants. We're I, okay. I, I have worms. You have bait. Let's, let's put this baby together. Let's make this happen. Come on, Andy. Andy. <laughs> Come on. Let's do this. Uh, Come on. He hands over his own coffee cup. He's like, I'll drink with you. Let's do it. How do you feel about Sam jogging in this next scene? I just, I know that he does it um, <laughs> because we've seen him come <laughs> back from jogs in previous seasons. Um, Sorry, I don't, it just was real, like, I, I know that he does it. <laughs> I know really that he does funny. it. Um, he's lean. He's a lean guy. Uh, but I just, <laughs> I don't know. If I, I liked this scene up until the point when it was revealed that we're not dealing with the spooky ghost monster. It's Eileen, which again, pleasant pleasure to see her. Um, but if Sam was like haunted by ghosts on his morning run, okay, now I'm interested. Good now shit. I'm interested. That's the good shit. Yeah. I um I've complained a lot about the like meta takes on season fifteen a lot. Um I think I might be relatively uh, alone in my opinions about that stuff. Most it seems to, like for uh I know for you and like most of the listeners that responded to us, they've, they've kind of said like they, they dig that stuff. Um, the bringing back a character per episode and like having to deal with the fallout is interesting. Mm. I, um, I do think it takes away a little bit from what I would consider the purpose of a, like a series finale, which is, mm-hmm. um, and not finale episode, but like a f- final season. Um, I really want this to be like way more breakneck paced and, I want the stakes to be way, way higher. Um, I, I, I love seeing Eileen. Eileen was one of my favorite characters. They did her fucking dirty. <laughs> when somebody, mm-hmm. shout out to Simone for reminding me that Ketch is the one that sicked a fucking hellhound on this girl oh, yeah. uh, and made me feel bad for ever saying anything nice about Ketch at all. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know. Like, it's, it, How do you feel about them just like bringing back somebody every episode? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little dis- uh, I don't like, like it. Okay. I don't like it. Okay. I'm, I'm happy to see familiar faces. But every time we see a familiar face, that's less time spent moving forward. Like you said, getting to the final season of something, the final arc of any story, you want it to move forward really fast. Um, 
and I want them like I I wish that there had been a much more deliberate structure going into the season with you know I love hunts I love monster of the week episodes but at the same time I I want to be like holy shit I need to start the episode the next episode right now but the way that we're set up right now is okay well we're at a, we're at a spot where next episode they're gonna you know hunt a Frankenstein and um bobby's there. garth yeah but bobby's gonna be there like somebody's just gonna show up they're gonna resolve things with that person and then we're gonna go into the next hunt and then there'll be little tidbits you know i think they're doing a good job of using the old format of using regular monster of the week episodes and wrapping up some meta stuff in there um but at the same time we're at the end i need them to to be a, bit, a little bit more breakneck about it i remember thinking that season five did this really well and then when we went back and watched it for the for the podcast which is years ago now obviously i love season five but at the same time i was like oh there's a lot of wasted time here yeah they spend a lot of time hanging out with what is supposed to really feel like an ending and only it's only maybe the last two episodes of season five where you go okay this could be this could be the end of the series um it was only being caught up in the hype at the moment of watching it live that made me feel like it was an end so watching this now maybe it would be different if we were watching it while it was airing Watching it now, you're just thinking, okay, come on, ah, come on, let's go, let's <laughs> get it moving. <laughs> and when we talked last week about the the werewolf stuff in that episode, like the B plot, I think that was really my frustration. Is like, I know that they're using it to 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 give us a perspective on Sam and Dean. Like this is this is this is writing this is writing one hundred and one. Right? I have like, a, I have a podcast. I I have some perspective on them. This <laughs> <one>. <laughs> we we're clue masters, uh, but I, I see what they're doing. They're doing a like you said. They're doing a good job of it. I just can't help but being a little impatient when we get like okay, we have to bring Eileen is a ghost now. Um, so I. I don't know. I like this is a good episode, and of course, at the end, she's alive again, which is great. So I, yeah. hope, I hope we continue to see her. I hope she's part of the team. Like I think that would. I think she's a good addition to the show. Um, but I, I, I it's just weird because I expected them to really lean in on this is the final season. This is the final showdown, and I wasn't expecting but so instead, much. Instead, they're check-in. like, what if Dean was just had to be depressed yeah again. what if dean binged scooby-doo episodes one episode yeah. that's a good idea everybody um i know i mean he's going through it but like why you gotta make him go through it again um so yeah. put a gun in his hand and let him fight um <laughs> so and i and I, I mean i shouldn't be complaining i'm not i mean i'm not complaining about dean feeling the way he feels um and you know sam is getting some action he's getting to do some stuff but you know i wanted a stronger structure and hopefully as we get into it further we won't just keep having like a guest appearance of the week format but mm-hmm. we'll see it's real tempting to like look in the next episode and just spoil myself on who's going to be there because i just want to know yeah i mean um, we got who do we got we got charlie we got bobby we got garth um kevin's I don't gotta, know if like, ever I, shows up i feel like kevin's got to show up at some point like again no kevin can fucking eat dirt he said i love you guys and they <laughs> did not respond <laughs> um so anyway so Sam sees it's Eileen as a ghost and he just like drags her back to the bunker uh, where she tells Sam and Dean uh, the most heartbreaking thing. This, this whole episode actually got me very emotional for as much as I'm kind of complaining about it just because Eileen is such a nice character um, mm-hmm. that she tells like the hellhound that killed her uh, drug her down to hell and then locked her in. <laughs> like that fucking sucks. Bummer, dude. That's, that stinks. That's a huge bummer. That bites, dude um because dean is like you wouldn't go to hell like you're the nicest person i know and she's like actually i've been there for a while actually, uh, so um, and when the gate opens so she's, she's she, been she ran in hell out. for longer than dean or sam 
I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I know Sam was in the cage, so it's like a little more intense or whatever. Dean was there for what four months, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which felt like forty years or something. Mm-hmm. She's been there since what season twelve? <laughs> yeah, she's been there for a while now. Yeah, <laughs> she's fucked up now. She's dude. They they bring her back to life, and if we don't deal with the emotional fallout of what this woman has gone through, I'm gonna be kind of angry about it. Um, she's remarkably stable, all things considered. <laughs> especially as as a ghost, like she tells him right now, like I don't know how this works, but uh, I definitely know how is it how it ends, and like I don't want to go crazy, and I don't want to go back to hell. Like you guys have to get me to heaven like you guys have you y'all could figure that out <laughs> like, like i love that she goes to sam and dean like you guys know angels like you you got you gotta fucking hook me up and they're like yeah hook a girl up and poor um, dean is just like no <laughs> yeah. uh nope sorry it doesn't work can't once you've been to hell there's no getting into heaven um and she's she, like all right literally purgatory would is it would that be better um and Shoshana is such a good but, actress that she really really sells this and my heart just breaks yeah. for her so i'm i'm emotional at the, in this scene so then we cut and it's like Sam chasing Dean down the hall, being like, oh, that was rude. Um, meanwhile, Dean's the only one who comes up with any fucking ideas. I know. He's like, Yeah, it was rude, but it was true. Anyway, you want to try this cool thing I just thought of? <laughs> Sam's like, Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't expect you to be I'm too smart. busy being mad at you to listen to your ideas right now, Dean. Um Dean's idea is actually pretty cool and that they yeah. he wants to make a soul bomb, uh, which we have seen them do several times. Rowena has made him for twice now. Uh once uh, that didn't where it didn't go off because they were going to attack uh, the darkness with it, and the second time to uh, to, to do all the ghost stuff earlier mm. in the season. Sorry, I, I lost my train of thought there. Um, Sam says like, "Whoa, that's real magic. I don't know if I can handle that. I I am I am insecure." And Dean's like, "No, you're not. You're you're." He calls him Ginger Junior and uh, Rowena's protege. He's like, just go get the crystal from her house, man. I got, I got, I got sods to watch in the stew. I got sods to watch, dude. I, I just found out about the show One Piece, man. Come on. I am on dude. episode four hundred and twenty-six, and shit is. This guy's holding three real. swords. He's got three swords, Sammy. Sam, Sam, he's got three swords. You need to get gone. Sa- Sam's gonna come back to the bunker with Ghost Eileen, and Dean's gonna have a sword in his mouth, and they're gonna be like, dude, I'm ready. What are you doing? I'm ready. Uh, let's di- let's get this shit. But yeah, um, Sam tries to convince Dean. He's like, dude, come on. Like, this matters. We need to do this. And Dean's like, yeah, man, go kick it in the ass. Get out of here. Yeah, I, <laughs> got, I, got, I got one piece to watch. Uh, we skip over to Castiel, who is waiting for the sheriff to to arrive at the police station. The sheriff gets his hair cut on Tuesdays, which is really weird because I don't actually remember this, but isn't the sheriff bald in this episode? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, bald dudes oh, need I haircuts, guess, too. I guess maybe yeah. that's the joke. Uh, maybe that's why they call it golden time. Uh, Why do they call it that? It doesn't make. I do not know. Uh, Cassiel sits in the waiting room when um, Melly, a woman, um, asks him if he's FBI. Uh, it's like I didn't know you were FBI. You, you're renting so and so's cabin, and he's like, "Well, I'm on vacation, but you know, I want to help." And she's like, "Well, my son is missing too, and the police are doing nothing about it." And sure enough, like throughout the episode, everybody on the police department is really mean to Melly. Um, this is where we learn that uh, Castiel is going by the name Clarence Worley. Um, Pull yourself together, Castiel. That's that's the name of the protagonist in True Romance. Who the fuck has seen True Romance? Dude, it's one of my... Christopher <laughs> in Mo- Supernatural, I mean. <laughs> Christopher James Mosier. <laughs> this is one of my favorite that's shows of all time. That's not my middle name. <laughs> I guess it is now. <laughs> I, I know your middle name. My middle name is three letters. It's the easiest thing to remember in the world. It's true. Um, it's Pan. It's Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy Pan, Pan career. career. Yes. Uh, Mama was a Shakespeare girl. Daddy was a redneck. 
Um, uh. All right. Yeah. So Castiel, he's cosplaying as a as the protag for True Romance. Um, but yeah, he agrees to help this woman. Her son's missing. Nobody wants to help her, so he's gonna he's gonna help her out. You know, he can't he, he can't help, uh, but want to to help a grieving widow. God yeah. damn it, talking's hard. Uh. Anyway, um. Sam takes the Impala out to get some gas. Mm-hmm. Um, and presumably deliver the- it right back to Dean. Like, I don't let the yeah. Dean let you. <laughs> he didn't get to take it to <laughs> Rowena's. We know we see it later. Um, <laughs> Dean actually drops Sam off. <laughs> and then goes home. He's like, all right, call me when you're done. Yeah, yeah. He's being that petty about it. Let me know when, um, I, let me know when you need Sam's- me to pick you up. <laughs> yeah. Sam's fueling up, uh, talking to Eileen at the gas station, which, you know, I don't know if everyone can see her or what, but she is a ghost. Um, and he starts talking about like, hey, you know what? I was in hell too. I want to help. The thing, the best thing that you can do is just talk about it. Talking helps. Um, and she says she's not not ready to talk about it yet. And she's impressed that he's learned a little bit of sign language. Mm-hmm. Um, or he, he was trying to learn it back when they were working together. Um, and he still remembered a little bit of it now. But um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just a sweet little side moment. It's cute. Uh, when, especially when he says, like, you know, I started practicing after we met, um, kind of implied, like, you know, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit more. Like, I wanted to, you know, maybe see if you were a weird monster and we could have a little sex. <laughs> you could teach me where babies are from. She's like, sorry, fully human. Fully. Like, but you're kind of a ghost right now. <laughs> yeah. Can you, um, can you not touch my dick with your hand right now? That'd be pretty nice. I think you can manifest <laughs> some energy right now. Yeah, yeah. Can you, does ectoplasm feel good? Or He's, he's just holding up the EMF detector going like, like at his crotch. I mean, like it's going nuts <laughs> and then uh, she disappears and we don't ever see Eileen again <laughs> my girlfriend is driving me nuts says the Sam EMF Winchester nuts. <laughs> um, uh, that stupid handmade one too alright um, so they get over to the apartment um, they go inside they find the dead witch mm-hmm. in there and they're like whoa what, what in tarnation's going on here um, before they can really do any further investigating um we see you know a little bit of a warbly magic effect on a mirror in the apartment and then through that mirror we cut to the inside of a very normal looking moving van <laughs> what are these where what are these witches from the fbi like are they from the local drug team like what for are real it's like the most normal like undercover looking ass <laughs> moving van ever and then inside it's like a full-on like Witch is dead. Yeah. Like, they're like fully gothed out. These are the real deal witches. They're not messing around. They look the part. This lady's got an accent I can't identify. It's some witchy ass shit. But they're just in a moving van. Yeah, who made, but anyway, they're watching through this? the mirror and they see people have entered. I uh I, I love this. I love the idea of a very nondescript moving van that is just chock full of the witchiest shit that I've ever seen in my life. Just like full on fucking yeah. Ouija board action in there. And it's just I mean, they have candles going. In the back of they a got, movie yeah. van. This is the most coven-ass thing you've ever seen in your life. Like, this is... <laughs> it's serious. And then you cut out... I was almost confused at first when Me they too. showed the van. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Are they in that? And the best thing is later on... I just want to say it now in case I forget it. Later on, they're going to make Sam, like, pack up some of Rowena's stuff. And they've got boxes labeled with the same logo as the fucking moving van. Like, where are you storing the cardboard at, dog? Like, where... Does one of the girls just work for the movie company? <laughs> Did you guys like, buy? I know it's easy to be like, oh, they probably just like commandeered it like they stole it from somebody and now they're hiding but like no this is like a they got a set up in this time. is a you side I mean? hustle you don't mount a flat screen because you just stole this and that you're gonna ditch it after the mission no 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 this yeah. is like a 
This is your car. They've got like a two million following on TikTok of like converting this RV yep. van to into a, yeah to, to a, a mobile mo- mobile witch crib, mobile um, witch house. Like and like you know, at random times they're parked in like an RV's parking lot. And you'll see this woman in her fucking red cloak step out, and she just has to get to the driver's seat in her heels, clicking and clacking her way over there. And it just drives away, and everybody's like, "Did that? Did that actually happen? Did, did a, she just come out of a portal? Where, where did that woman come did a from? witch come in here and order a roast beef and?" just leave <laughs> what did, what there, was, there, was there a spirit halloween parked in the parking lot i <laughs> very confused i'm pretty sure the girl from silent hill just came in here and ordered some curly fries with cheese and then left in a movie van <laughs> she got into a mobile witch crib can i hey she's hey, gone hey manager can, can we bring up the camera something is weird is happening we in this arby's CCTV parking lot footage on this shit <laughs> um mobile witch crib that's the life man uh, all right. So, okay, what are we doing? We're very noble truck. Sam. Okay, Sam decides he's going to check the dead witch in Rowena's apartment. I thought he was going to check her pulse. No. Uh, which is super funny because she's been dead for like three days, <laughs> um, covered in blood. But no, he's checking. He sees her tattoo. Uh, Eileen asks, "Is she gone?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yes. I mean, sort of." She's, I mean, yeah, I think. Yeah. She's wearing a nine inch nail shirt, so I think it's pretty yeah, goth. These, these are Sisters of Mercy lyrics. She is goth. She's definitely um, goth. Okay, good, 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 good. But uh he goes, No, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is a witch's coven, like it's the mark of whatever coven Rowena was in or something. I don't know. I don't know actually if Rowena was in it, but she's a, it's a she's, name we've heard before. She's sure. holding a Boy Harser C D and it sounds like, is that goth? And Eileen's like, I don't know who Boy Harser is. Leave it yeah. alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. Don't ask. If we're going to hang out, don't ask me stupid questions. Don't ask me stupid questions about bands from LA. Sam. Sam. (laughs) Eileen's constant catchphrase. Sam. Um, we have right, to we have so, to get on we have to get on topic. Uh, Castiel Sam checks her pulse. Then we catch over to Castiel. He's talking to the bald sheriff mm-hmm. who's just come like complaining about the liberal mom out in his waiting room. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, her son's missing. Can you just chill out for a second? Um, he says that the town doesn't really lose a lot of local people, but sometimes tourists uh, will come and go. Uh, Castiel wants to see the teen's body. Uh, that sounds bad. The dead body, and he's like, "Nah, dog. We we no, already we already shipped that to UPS. See the teen's body. Say it. Say what you meant. Say we, it with g- chest. we gave it to which UPS? <laughs> They're delivering it yeah. somewhere for us. <laughs> yeah, mobile witch crib picked it up. Um, and he's like, "But you know, if you want to officially investigate this, like, just give me your the number to your supervisor, and I'll talk to him." Um, and this results into one of the funniest scenes that I think we've seen on Supernatural in a long time that I find very hilarious. It's very um, good. We haven't seen the you setup. Think that- do you think that the 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 shippers were like losing it here? I feel like this is such a tease because all right, so you know we the the FBI or sorry the sheriff calls you're so excited the number, about this know, you can't even they, talk about it. <laughs> they have a system established. The FBI or again shit sheriff guy calls Dean. Dean's fumbling through their mess of cell phones that they keep on a wall of chargers, which is pretty funny. It's labeled FBI. He picks it up so he knows the deal. Um, and then sheriff starts asking questions and he's like, Dean's like, put my agent on the phone. Sure enough, it's Castiel. Dean is rather unfazed by all this. <laughs> it's more just like, yo, why don't you try picking up your fucking phone, dude? I love, I love Dean's reaction to this because he's just like, hey, Cass, I don't, I don't care what you're doing right now. Have you been getting Sam's messages? Like fucking check your messages, dude. God's back in play. We, I mean, what yeah. the, he doesn't say like, we need you. 
He doesn't say like I, I miss yeah, you. I think come he home. basically says God's back in play. Check your messages, and then he hangs up. And then Cassio has to stand there for a second. It just was like, uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Even though you know he's already hung up. Castiel's then, face throughout this entire exchange is one of the best things I've ever seen too. Like he's he is so um, he's just like so put upon during this entire thing. I love it so much. Oh, uh, it's good. And then the sheriff takes one look at Castiel after he hands him the phone back. Um and he's like, I'm I'm gonna get you those files. It's like <laughs> nothing nothing'll will get you get you moving like seeing somebody just absolutely chewed out by your supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we move back over to Rowena. Uh, they are not finding anything, just like the just like Jacinda was not unable to find anything. Uh, yeah. When Eileen walks through a wall and discovers a hidden room, Etsy store. Uh, this is Rowena's extremely well organized spell emporium. Her um, Etsy store. Her Etsy store. Yeah, this is where she <laughs> packages up all her deliverables. Uh, mm-hmm. and she has also kept a journal. Uh, with containing all of her spell work. Um, yeah. Sam very quickly just starts looking for his name. He's just, control yeah. F, Sam Winchester. That's him, Sam. Not in the, maybe it's in the S. No, no. Okay, this is a yeah. different guy. Mm. This is a different guy. Um, Eileen is like seeing the emotion on his face and, and is like, you you missed her. And Sam just immediately responds with, I killed her. <laughs> like, Sam, yeah. Sam does not know how to talk she's to like, women. Uh... <laughs> and then he's quickly tries to backtrack. Uh, it was her idea. Um, and but yeah, he's just you know kind of explains she sacrificed herself to to save us. And hey, do you ever feel like you're the punchline to some cosmic joke? And she's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, no shit, dude. Um, and but then Eileen tries to hold Sam's hand, and of course her hand goes right through his. Yeah. Um, Sam goes on to explain like you know with all this Chuck stuff, like Rowena sensed that the whole game was rigged from the beginning. And she used uh, like magic to try to gain control over her life, like to have a little bit of freedom. Mm. Um, a and this is when a page falls out, and Sam gets so excited he can barely speak. Uh, he he rushes out of the room. Eileen is like, "Hey, yo, you just walked through my incorporeal form. I did not consent yeah. to that. That is not cool. <laughs> I did not not cool, Sammy. Not We're gonna cool. have to." you know, get some ground rules established for the shit. And we find out that Rowena was working on a spell to return the spirit back to the flesh. Uh, yeah, to make the, the spirit into a physical body, which is, that's a cool spell. Yeah. Um, seems like pretty useful to have around. It's, um, but they, they, once, once they found out that Mary was going to heaven, she abandoned it because she didn't need it at the time. So this is really weird for me uh, because it doesn't, it doesn't jive with what actually happened. Like, I guess maybe she was working this up before Jack did his thing. He, yes, I think okay. she she must have. Okay. She must have. So because like Jack brought back the body and like they made them have to dispose of a corpse, which kind of sucks ass. But uh, I guess that was before she's. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I love this next scene so much. Um, Castiel has all of the case files out. He's got the the jacket off, the trench coat off for once, and he's doing yep, work. Yep. He's he's got the sharpie out. He's making connections. He's putting X's on a map. This is this is this is Hunter stuff, Chris. This is fucking. This is, this is prime Hunter. This stuff. is prime this is Hunter stuff. Primo Hunter stuff. That's all I have to say about it. I don't. I don't have. That's all I had to say too. Perfect. Okay, cool. Uh, Sam, meanwhile, is loading all of the components for this new spell into the trunk. He's very excited about it. When he collapses. Uh, and he's dying the same way. That, what looks like the same way that Jacinda died. Uh, he's able he to got hexed. He's able to crawl over to the side of the car. 
uh, grab the hex bag. Uh, he's able to sign to uh, Eileen. He's he's been hexed so many goddamn times that he knows where the <laughs> he, hex bag is. He, he, he probably he, is. <laughs> um, he tells Eileen via uh, sign language, like, "Hey, go get Dean." Um, and then the witch, the primary witch here, who I just called Mom throughout the whole thing. I don't know that they Mom named witch, her. yeah, Mom witch. Uh, just waves her hand and dismisses Eileen's ghost form. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So. Uh-oh, Sammy, you's in trouble. Or not. I mean, if you're into, like, you know, older witch ladies, which it seems like you maybe are. <laughs> Look, um, I, don't, I didn't know that there was a tender for this, but Sam is all over Sam it. Sam has, he's, this is, what, his third match now. Um, So Sam's pretty excited going into this experience. Yes. Eileen's <laughs> not here? Whoa. I'm Sam, you dog. You dog, dude. She's been gone for minutes. Like, you can't have your current GF dismiss your old one. Also, we didn't talk about how, like, let me bring my ex GF to my to my wannabe GF's apartment now that she, now that I've killed my wannabe GF. Like yeah. the whole thing. Uh, no, notice he didn't offer up a whole lot of details. Yeah, with the Romina situation. <laughs> R dash relationship issues. <laughs> me. And, and then he's describing Rowena making her seem like she's a five hundred year old witch. Eileen's got a very distinct picture in her head. Then she gets to the apartment and she sees the extravagant oil painting of Rowena and she's like, huh. huh? Huh? So who is she to you, Sammy? So Sam, did you? Why does it say Sam Winchester at the bottom? Did you paint this? Did you? Did Meanwhile, you? Sam's swiping on Witch Tinder and he sees, <laughs> hey, wait, right outside? <laughs> okay, damn. Less than one mile away. Uh, Eileen, I'll be right back. Eileen, I can you, go to the parking lot for something. Can you stay here in corporal form right here, please? I will be back in um, like maybe f- four or five minutes. It won't take long. Gotta go find a mobile witch crib. Um. <laughs> uh, Sam wakes up. Um. He Much wakes, to his chagrin. <laughs> wakes up at the back of the van. We find out that they were looking for Rowena's magic, but couldn't get to it because the apartment was hexed, uh, which is why they were so surprised that Sam was able to survive in it. Uh, mm. And it turns out that Rowena left it hexed to everybody but Sam Winchester. Um, pretty big I mean, ups. I hope Dean made the cut, too, because, like, if they're going to, you know, they're going to roll in together, probably. You would think, <laughs> like, but like, I guess if Sam is okay, he could just kick Dean out. Like, I don't know how it works, yeah, but um, I don't know. I, I think this is really, I thought this was a really nice touch of like, it's a, it's a clever way of like having her officially say, you know, you should take this over. Like you should have this, yeah. these abilities. Yeah. You should, uh, this shouldn't um, go to waste. You should, these will, this will help you. And she knew, she knew they would come eventually. Like it was only a matter of time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's time to trust with them. So uh, Sam here, he's he's like, okay, listen, I'm I don't care whatever you're doing. I like that's fine. Go and take what you need from there. But I need this spell. Like, can we? Can I? We can use it. Like, we can both use it. It's not a big deal. Let me use it. Um, he of course wants to save Eileen, and they want to now save uh their daughter who who died upstairs. Jacinda. Uh, Jesse. Jacinda. 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 Um, uh, do not forget. But it's a one-time use spell because it's too powerful. So well, this mom witch uh, says specifically, like once you get one over on death, like she's gonna figure it out and not allow it to happen again. Yeah, actually, um, I think that was a kind of like a cool way of looking at it. It's this loophole, and as soon as you figure that, you know, she sees the loophole, she's gonna come and close it up. So, um, that was like a good explainer for why it would only work once. Uh, this is also where we get. Uh, we've seen her several times throughout the episode. But what we if had, you just? Wait, I'm sorry. What if you just did it really fast? What if you just did it twice? Can, really can fast? we? Can we do it real quick? Like, can we do it at the same time? Maybe. Could we'll that do it at the same time. Do it at we'll the same, same time. time. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. I've got a turbo controller for the NES. Do you think that would help? Or no? No. Okay. I just we'll feel like if these witches weren't villains 
and it was just like a moral dilemma of like we can only save one of our friends but we blah 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 like we could do it really fast at the same time would yeah. just would, would be a valid would work excuse absolutely yeah <laughs> what is she gonna notice two souls going missing absolutely not yeah, yeah unlikely she's busy uh this is where we meet emily the other daughter of mom witch uh the creepy yeah. daughter from um several supernatural episodes from she, silent yes. hill from twilight Sharon from silent hill uh <laughs> I think she's Brie Tanner or something like that in uh, in Twilight. She's uh, Patience in uh, Cabin in the Woods. Um, I like this chick a lot. She she looks extremely creepy. Like she she lives up. She just looks creepy throughout this. Um, Emily has made a voodoo doll using Sam's hair, and they use it to torture him. Yay! Bummer, <laughs> bummer for Sam. Well, he could be into it. Could be into he did sign up for Witch Tinder. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, you don't you don't sign up to Witch Tinder without like consenting to a little bit of voodoo doll torture. So you don't I'm, you don't enter the mobile witch crib with like a without a little bit of excitement. With a little bit of expectation that you're gonna get your like legs bent back like via voodoo. <laughs> like it's just uh, gonna happen. <laughs> so overall, you know, things aren't going too bad for Sammy here. Um, <laughs> Sam's wearing a green armband when he when he walks into that witch mobile witch crib. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mobile witch crib. Um, anyway, so yeah, no deal. They're gonna they're gonna torture him. I think there's another scene here that I maybe forgot to add to my notes. Probably Castiel, do you know? Yeah, yes. walking in the woods with um, the, with the mom. Castiel, Melly uh, follows Castiel to the lake where she sees like a bunch of exes. Uh, and she tells him about an old silver mine that's out here. And he's like, okay, take me there. And um, it's only really... Re- yeah, that sounds fucking haunted. It's, We're uh, going there. <laughs> it's it's only really remarkable because uh, it's at a lake. Like, it's outside. Uh, that's one of my favorite yeah. things about Castiel's B-plot that I was going to bring up a little bit later. But uh, it oh, yeah. just looks really nice because it's not in a bunker or I guess that, that maybe that explains why Sam got an outdoor running scene which is because like hey we're already like we already have stuff being shot here exactly. might as well might as well knock it out Jared's like I gotta go for a run like can we film it <laughs> do you mind putting on makeup first <laughs> yeah can you can you can you just go ahead and knock this out for us um yeah Emily and Sam go back to Rowena's apartment they're gonna force Sam to go in and grab all this stuff uh Sam tries to like talk to her and she stabs the voodoo doll and uh, when she sees her dead sister on the ground, uh, Sam is like, hey, do you want me to cover the body? And this is the line that I thought was the, probably the funniest line that Supernatural has had in a long time. Emily asks Sam, like, do you think that she's pretty? And Sam, <laughs> no idea, fucking no thoughts, brain absent, like just fucking gone, is like, uh, she's dead? <laughs> <laughs> like has no idea how to respond. Like does not know how to like this is this is Sam's version of do, do these jeans make me look fat? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, if the dead girl is pretty. Territory. He should know how to navigate by yeah. now. Yeah. I've Dean has told me that <laughs> I am not allowed to talk about dead women this way, and I don't I just want to make sure that you're <laughs> she's uh <laughs> she's dead? She's, he says asking. She's she's dead, right? Like she doesn't look uh, she's not supposed to be attractive when she's dead, right? Like that's how most people right? view that, right? Right? The question the questioning tone comes down hard when he goes, She's not supposed to be attractive. Right? <laughs> and Emily was like, you know As what? if he's asking permission. <laughs> I'm the witch here and you're creeping me the fuck out. I do not want to do yeah. this anymore. I'm literally the little girl from Silent Hill and I'm creeped out by you. <laughs> I would like to leave this this universe that you were in. Um Emily says that Jessie, her sister, aka Jacinda, uh, has made her life a living hell. 
Sam is like, oh yeah, I've got an older brother. He puts super glue in my toothpaste. Uh, yeah, and Emily, we do, we've done pranks. We've done pranks. And Emily's like, yeah, my sister turned me invisible for a week, and one time she tried to sell my soul to a demon. Uh, one time she turned my first crush into a water balloon and then popped him. Which, where is the budget for this storyline? I yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fucked. They like they like she got carried. As in, like, Stephen King's Carrie. Yeah. By her own family. This is, I mean, this is awful stuff. Uh, and, then she, and then she says, then Jesse got mean. Um, yeah. We switch over to uh, Melly. Which is prank hard. Which is, is, yeah, this, is, this, is this is jackass Sam thinks he four. can handle a good old-fashioned witch prank. I don't know if he's up to it. I, dude, I don't think he could handle it. I think he would get too offended too quick. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't hang out with the jackass boys. Like, I, I'm not built that no. way. I'm, I'd be like, guys, literally, like, I, my nuts are bruised. I'm, Leave me alone. Yeah, I do not, I do not enjoy any of this humor if it's in front of me. I do not like it. Um, we go over to Castillo, um, who is her, him and Melly are having this conversation about um, having to leave things behind, having to leave the game behind, uh, because he's he kind of tells her like, I'm on vacation. I just need to get away from everything. Uh, she's like, yeah, I had, I was the same way with the financial in- industry. I just had to leave. Uh, I was a gamer. I was making a lot of money on Twitch until our financial records got leaked. Now everyone makes fun of me. Everyone makes fun of me on the internet. And I have to, I have to be out here fishing and watching the cabin that you sleep in at night, uh, chasing my child around the countryside. I, um, Castiel goes from, yeah, you know, I also had stresses with my job and had a falling out with my uh, fellow coworkers to monsters are real. I don't want you to see this in a fucking drop mm. of a hat, man. Just like he's like immediately convinced it's a gin, which is like, all right, Cass. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't just, yeah, he just goes full on into it. Not like, hey, there's some bad shit going on here. I need you to be prepared. You might see something really strange, but just like, I'll protect you. It's going to be okay. He goes, no, monsters are real. Have you ever heard of Jinns? Starts with the D. I know that's surprising. <laughs> no, you may not know that. That's lore. That's what we call lore, <laughs> Melly. Melly, do you know what and she's lore like, I think is? I'll, I, I'll go look with someone else. I think I'm going to go talk Maybe to Maybe you the go sheriff. look over there. I'll head back this way. Um, they, it, while he's explaining this, like while he's trying to get... Um, the, the monster speech out. They just stumble across the kid. The kid is just sitting on the yeah. on the ground. He's like, "Oh, hey, mom. Hey, what's going on, what's dude? Up? Yeah, yeah. Hey, mom. Did you? This bring- kid is so fine. <laughs> and I know it's because he's been gone since like the night before. He has not been out here yeah. for a long time. Um, he just has dirt on his face. Nothing, no other signs of injury. He, you know, he hurt his ankle, but we don't see that. He's just like, "Oh, what's up, mom? Hey, hey, are you like?" Did you, uh, Are you chilling or like? Did you bring my DS? Good? Who's this guy? Did you bring my hey, DS? What are you, my stepdad? <laughs> I'm just Josh. You know what's up? Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> are you my stepdad? I'm just Josh. And what's up? It's just, exactly. just Josh. What's just up? real cool he kid to, behavior. Like, dab him up. Castiel's like, what? What, what is a dab? What is a dab? Is Castiel's freaking out, realizing that his new stepson has just established dominance in their relationship, and then he's like, wait, he's not my stepson. What am I thinking? Do you think that there's some? Uh, comparison here to to jack at all um just with like castiel having sympathy for this woman that lost her child i think he would if this if his new stepson didn't assert dominance (laughs) if he really flipped the script on castiel and he is reeling from it how is the stepson paying castiel an allowance that doesn't seem right (laughs) yeah it just seems like he flipped it quick Castile, you need to mow the grass if you want to be able to go out and see your friends tonight. 
What's up, bud? Are you good? You good, bud? Good to meet you, man. Bud, you good? You good? My mom treating you right? You good? You playing some games, bud? Playing some games You got some in leftovers there? in the freezer. Go grab them. Heat them up, bud. Man, grab you, something to eat. You look a little pale. Maybe you need to walk outside while I bang your mom. <laughs> Wait. Cassie, I was just like, uh, uh, I'm confused. I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> Even the kid is like, I'm kind of lost in this role, too. I don't have a mom yeah, to bang. But we know Castile, he he will fall into any role. <laughs> exactly. He's just, he's 110. He's, very, he's zero you know. or 110. There's no in between when it comes to mm-hmm. Castiel. Um, um, but yes, I do think that the lost son thing would be a motivating factor. I think he would help her either way. Yeah. Um, but he really, he gets on the ground level. He's, he's spending time with her because he knows how she must be feeling. Because, you know, when Jack was missing, before we knew anything you know, bad had happened, just Jack was missing and they were trying to find him and Cassio was really worried. So he knows, yeah, it's only been a couple hours and there's not a ton of evidence. Well, there hadn't, there didn't start off being a ton of evidence that something was wrong. Um, but he was, he was right on board there to help. So I think that there's, there's a little bit of that fatherly instinct coming in again, kid flips the script on him real quick. So he's, he's on his heels, but, um, that's why when he struggles to heal him later, he's it's just cause his vibes are all off. <laughs> yeah. The dude just doesn't know what to do. Like the vibes are just weird. Um, we get back over to Emily and Sam. Emily is telling... It's tough when you meet a quote-unquote alpha male, but he's 13. <laughs> it's, it's a weird energy for, for an angel. <laughs> I am 3 million years old, and you're 13, and I don't know what to do with you. Uh, Emily Ooh, is telling mean, Sam about all the bad stuff. really coming down over oh, here, Jeremy. Is that, is that a crazy thunder over there? We got, it's getting a little wild. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can put like a... We'll see. That's um, real. That was a real thing I just told you. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> I thought you were doing a bit. Yeah. Um, Emily's telling Sam about all the horrible things that Jacinda used to do to her. She killed her pet bunny uh, for to use its bones, which I feel like if you're in a witch family, like you don't get attached to bunnies very often. Like yeah. You don't have a lot of pets. Uh, it, when you're the youngest child, you're just but then, different. Then, then she says that Jesse turned Emily's tongue into a snake which then bit up her whole face and like she pulls her hair aside and her face is all scarred up from snake bites. And Sam still not knowing how to react goes, Oh, sick. I think. Yeah. That's goth. That's what Sam says. That's that, goth, man. That's that cool. Fuck. That's goth. But she's dead. So you're pretty, you're pretty. Is that, is that how, how that works? works? Uh, uh, Sam just says like, Hey, if you want to get the fuck out of here, like I'll give you all of this stuff. Just give me the spell and you can run. Um, and she looks like she's considering it for a moment, and then she just stabs the voodoo doll in the chest, and he he just falls. Um, so much for that one. Meanwhile, uh, Alpha Stepkid is telling Belly and Castiel that he saw a dude dragging a dead body to the lake and tried to get a picture of him to, quote, bust his ass. Yeah, it's dangerous <laughs> moves. Dangerous moves, kid. He's making um, Castiel carry him on his back. Um. <laughs> Hey, Chief, you can put me down over here. <laughs> Castiel, why are you tapping me on the left? Because I want you to turn to the left. Giddy up. Yo, Pops, go put me down. He's calling him Pops, but it's in like a really condescending way. Real condescending way. Um, then this kid fell, broke his phone, and then he saw a monster. And Castiel's like, well, can you describe the monster? And that's when the sheriff, as a gen, shows up, immediately shoots Castiel. Uh, no no mm-hmm. question. Castiel heals up, and then Castiel is angry. Castiel whoops some ass. Castiel says, it's always petty little men like you who believe that your authority and power will protect you. And then he says, it won't protect you from me. And then, meanwhile, Dude, like, he's, Castiel is like raging against the patriarchy. 
It is. Like, it's something to see. He, it's, it's like there's like a feminist like angle to that. I don't know what it was. He, you know, Alpha Alpha Teens got him all worked up, dude. I was like, whoa, Castiel, let him have it. And then he just smokes his ass. And then just like fucking like I don't remember how Jin said to have died. Like I remember we have had a bunch of gins and that like we, if we you have need to... some like oak uh yeah. sickle dipped in lamb's blood or something. hundred percent an oak stickle. Um <laughs> <laughs> made by Hagen Dazs. Um yeah. but Castiel just says, no, fucking an angel blade is gonna work and just starts and just stabs this dude repeatedly. Yeah. Blood it's all like, over it's the trench like coat. One stab from the lamb dipped uh steak, or just like a hundred from anything else. Um it's it's pretty vicious. And uh I think this He's is getting covered in blood and shit. This this is him kind of reacting or lashing out at the world around him, like uh I feel like this is anyway, like having learned that mm-hmm. God is just back distance from his boyfriend and his best friend um, and you know, the rest of his family dead or gone or whatever. Uh, just really, really just this is the anger working through Castiel. Um, he's he's just letting it all out on this gin. Um, I, I think it's I think this is good. <laughs> Right, um, and we're gonna pretty quickly find out like this is gonna pull him back into the game. He's gonna tell Melly like, "Oh, I'm, I need to get back in. Like, I can't just sit on the sidelines or whatever." Uh, I it's weird to have these little, and I'm gonna go back to the werewolf plot from the last episode too. These little like micro hunts that just are so fucking perfunctory. Like the sheriff just walked up and turned into a gin in daylight. Yeah. Like, do you remember yeah. the gin from the season one and how like fucking weird and cool that was? And now they're just like. Mm-hmm walking up in a sheriff's uniform and yeah. like he's I'm just bald? a guy with a job yeah a this is, like this guy this gin uh, has a mortgage like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this is the most boring gin in the world mm-hmm. um, i don't know yeah it's uh it's it, i mean i guess let's just assume lots of hunts were like this they just didn't make episodes they, they just right? didn't make the episodes yeah we got bugs but we didn't get any fucking gins mm. as you know mm. accountants or whatever um Meanwhile, Sam is. We got a lot more episode to go, Chris. I don't. I don't yeah, know. I guess we, we've been really taking our sweet time. This is a weird, chaotic energy episode of Monster Week. This is very strange. Uh, Sam is finished packing this box up. Uh, Dean shows up finally with a gun to the mom's head. He announces it's filled with witch killing bullets. Uh, it's a standoff at Patil. Yeah. Jesse the ghost, Jacinda the ghost, shows up and throws Dean against the wall. Um, and then there's so much. Like I was trying to like write down what was happening. I was like, okay, there's there's two witches, two human guys, one ghost witch, one ghost hunter. Let's just let's just do it. It's a it's a lot going on. Uh, I, Eileen Eileen appearing in front of ghost witch and saying, "Not today, bitch." Which and then, when Eileen said it, I was like, okay, that's fucking funny. That's hilarious. And punches her like across the room, and which it's presumably takes a lot of ghost energy, it right? Just like, is, like such an out of character line. It's so fucking wild. <laughs> I heard dude. that so like weird. I almost feel like it like wraps back around to being in character. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of fighting. Uh, they're gonna grab some guns. Uh, eventually, uh, the mom witch is like slowly but surely killing Sam. Dean grabs the gun and shoots Emily, who collapses. Mom is. Running I thought there was going to be like a thing because like Sam like looks up like, oh, you killed Emily. Yeah, I um, thought so too. They don't do come not, up again. Do not give a fuck about Emily whatsoever in this. No. Um, Mom, which runs towards Dean, starts Dean, fucking. She him was up. in Twilight. <laughs> Dean, Dean, come on! Didn't you ever see Silent Hill? Um, <laughs> 
she mom witch forgets about Sam who tackles her and then she, we get this weird scene where Sam is like I learned it from Rowena where he like built a hex bag or something and shoves a hex bag into this woman's mouth and then cast a spell to kill her um which feels almost as violent as cutting Gordon B Lurkin's head off in a, in a way it just feels it was, a little yeah. feels a little pretty intense pretty yeah. intense stuff considering he was just trying to um hang out with her in her uh, mobile witch crib a little while ago. <laughs> he went yeah. from dating to this real quick. Which, I mean, that's this is the danger of witch tinder and probably normal yeah. tinder. And this is the just danger of just pro- probably just dating. <laughs> Heterosexual yeah, probably dating just in dating, period, yeah. Jesus Christ, men suck. Uh, meanwhile, the two ghosts are still fighting. Uh, Eileen is losing, so Dean has to come over and looks like he dumps absinthe all over I didn't this. know ghosts could get choked out. Dude, there's a lot of ghost lore that we're learning in this episode. Like all, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what ghost lore says about like keeping your feet on the ground because she can walk through walls, so shouldn't she be able to feasibly... like? Doesn't matter, Chris. Doesn't matter. But we can get choked out. That's the, that's the important thing. We can thing. get choked out. Um, also, the music in this scene, I just want to call it out because, like, it feels like a uh, like a cheap JRPG in a way. Like, it's it feels, and I don't, <laughs> and I don't know why. Like, it's just not the normal music at all, and it's very out of out of place. The track um, that they chose for the cold open was interesting too, actually. Yeah, like, the the music is was 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 weird in this episode. Uh, but Dean is able to soak the Jacinda's body in absinthe and then light it, and then everybody gets high for the rest of the episode. Everybody, everybody has dude, a great there's time. There's no, not a window open in that place. I really thought when he's when I saw the body burning and we see Sam and Dean like lit up with the, by the flames and everything, I really thought we were going to see like the entire apartment building like burning down and like that's the end of Rowena's reign or whatever. But yeah. we don't we don't really even get that. Like I th- thought that was kind of Andy, the volunteer firefighter from Cass's uh, fishing shop, <laughs> shows up, drives over, and he puts the fire out. You guys are not going to believe this fucking weirdo regular I have. He fishes in a trench coat. Let me fucking tell you, he keeps you. worms in his pockets. Fucking strange guy, man. Um, we go back over to Castiel and Melly. This is the conversation that I mentioned earlier, where Castiel's like, "I can't really explain what I am or." Who I am. Let me just heal this. Well, it's not that I can't explain. I just don't want to. I just don't want to. You are not worth it for me. You're not a you're not a recurring guest star, so I do not need to explain <laughs> this to you. Um, but he gets bullied by the 13-year-old into healing the 13-year-old's ankle, so he has to do that before he leaves. Yeah. But he struggles to do it, and I was like, wait, what's going on here? This is the... This is the... Yeah. Wow. Just completely lost my words. This is the third or fourth time I think we've seen... Jesus Christ, Castiel tried to do something with his powers and yeah. it not like work very well. Kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know if because like, I, I, who knows? Who fuck? There's there's a million reasons why Cass's powers may or may not be working at any given moment. Yeah, um, it's because he's torn, dude. It's because he's torn. He's torn. <laughs> uh, back at the bunker, Sam prepares a spell. Uh, Eileen, as a ghost, gets into a tub. Uh, Sam and starts- I, all I could think was like she's gonna have to come back. In those dirty jeans. Just soaking just, wet, dirty clothes. They did a good job. I expected the water to just move because I'm like, well, she's just going to step in there. But they did a little CGI effect because she's a ghost. She's not affecting the water. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'll give good. it to you. Yeah. It's um, very romantic that Sam's like throwing flower petals into the, into kinda, the bathtub. Yeah, but. dude. Kind of, you know, let me put on your favorite iTunes playlist and, you know, I'll I'll be waiting in the other room when you're finished and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of Sam's girlfriends have to go in the other room when they finish it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the, he does the spell. I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. <laughs> what? Doesn't matter. You know, nothing, nothing to cut out there. Um, yeah, he does the spell. Um, Eileen is laying in the bathtub. Sam has turned around, obviously. And then a moment later, we see her like rising back up. 
she's naked, but mm-hmm. she is alive. Your clothes do not make the jump over with you. Um, which for I was like weirdly on edge. I was like, I don't know. I just don't feel like she should be naked. I just feel like we'll get her in a robe real quick. She puts a towel on. Um, Sam very rudely is talking to her with his back turned. Like, dude, she can't hear you. Um, and then finally they turn, they hold hands, they hug. She's alive again. Like for once something actually worked and they actually won. It's cute too. She signs. Thank you. Um, which I thought was a really nice touch. Uh, couple of things about this scene. Number one, like the nakedness, you, you mentioned being super tense. I think it just amped up the tension for some reason in a really weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, when she gets out, uh, they show her feet like stepping onto the steps in this, in this bathtub or whatever. And I'm like, she's just about to fucking slip. She's going to have a head in. Dude, she just <laughs> slipped and domed herself. Dude, I was, and I don't know why, like it wouldn't make any and sense. They just whatsoever. were like, or just, you know, we did her so dirty with the whole hellhound catch thing. What if we just did it worse? What if we just made it worse somehow? Like, I don't know. And the bathtub is a Nazi, says Buck Lemming. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah as, as they clear all the blood out of the water, they see a freaking swastika at the bottom of it. They're like, oh no, we used the Nazi tub. Oh man, I can't even believe we still have Check that. Check the credits, Buck Lemming! Dean, I told, you to, I told you to throw out the Nazi tub, and Dean's like, I couldn't! The Nazis made me, made me keep it! Suddenly they have Dean at gunpoint. <laughs> Oh, God. They've been here the whole time, Sammy. I'm sorry. They made me break up with Castiel, too. <laughs> it just says to be continued. And they're the ones that ate all your cereal, right, guys? <laughs> they're the ones that kept the prize. Um, they're also the ones that super glued your toothbrush back in back It wasn't in 80, me. It was them. Back in 87. <laughs> uh, but no, but really, uh, Eileen goes to, you know, just be alive again. Yeah. So... Uh, time for Sam and Dean to share beer. Um, Dean's, you know, tells Sam that he did a good job today. Um, he also calls him a witch. So, you yep, know, yep. no good deed. Appropriate. Um, and uh, Sam says, you know, hey, Dean, you're right. We don't make the rules. But we're, hey, we're a couple rule-breaking guys, aren't we? Hey, buddy, we break the rule, all right? This is, cl- Chuck clearly didn't expect me to shoot him. That was not part of his plan. Um, so, you know, we still have moves to make here. And Dean is like, you know, I, I just don't know. We don't know what is Chuck and what isn't Chuck. We have no way to know that that wasn't part of his plan. Um, we have, what's the point of even looking for him if he's just going to clearly find us eventually? I, I like this. Sam responds with, uh, we'll find a way to beat him because we're the guys who break the rules, but I can't do it without you. I need my brother. And right before this, when Dean like compliments him on doing some good, like he's like, well, I didn't do Jack squat. Um, so Dean is obviously like kind of in his feels about this, but I'd love mm-hmm. Sam just being like, I cannot do this alone. Like I need your help to do this. Like we can do it. I believe I have faith in us, but it needs to be us. Yeah. It's a, it's a sweet little moment. Um, but it ends on, you know, on a mystery note because the, it's Sam says that. And the final shot is just Dean just kind of his, his expression is ambiguous. I don't know what exactly he's telling us. And then the episode just ends. Yeah. We don't know what it, what his response would be on this, which is um, kind of interesting to me. Like I find it find it kind of fascinating. Yeah. Um. But overall, yeah. Uh. Good episode. Curious to see if we can raise Dean's spirits up a little bit. If Castiel is going to come back to the bunker. Um. I doubt he'll be back in the bunker yet, but he's at least he's back in play, which is nice. Uh. He's back in the game, Chris. Back in he's back in the game. He's got a new stepson. He's got um, a new stepson. Stepson's there. Eileen is a permanent fixture now. You think like. Well, yeah, I mean, no, I don't. Next episode, 
Sam would be like, yeah, Eileen went to like call her parents or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out she had a boyfriend, man. Can you believe it? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> we could only use that spell once. <laughs> I feel like I'm. I feel like I got really let on here. You know what I'm saying, Dean? Like I don't. I mean, it's fair. It's totally fair. Like, but it's this the second time that it, someone's come back to life and stolen my relationship away from me. You know he's, what I'm saying? <laughs> he's on. Am I the asshole subreddit? <laughs> Absolutely. Right yeah. Uh, me, 47 year old hunter. Am I the Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? Resurrecting or? what I thought. Was my girlfriend only for her? Look, I, I'm just, around? I'm not saying that I had an opportunity with the threesome between two witches, but like I could have maybe closed I, I, it. I turned I a, a, a pretty sweet deal in the mobile witch crib down. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I wasn't expecting anything. I don't think that she owed me anything. I'm just saying like maybe some consideration <laughs> to Sam Winchester. Like, look, I'm not saying that she's a bad person. She's not a bitch. Okay. She's not a bitch. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> she's, she's, not. She's, acting like, she's acting like one. She's but. acting like one, but we're not gonna call, we don't call women that. Okay. We don't call them that. <laughs> and then Dean, under a different anonymous username, first comment, OP sounds kind of toxic. <laughs> Um, I just spit water all over my floor. <laughs> uh, OP sounds kind of toxic. Dean knows what Sam's uh, Reddit username is, but Sam does not know what does D- not know what Dean is. <laughs> wow, OP, you sound kind of toxic. <laughs> Maybe check yourself before resing another GF. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, this podcast is, is is crazy. This is the end of the last episode six we're ever going to get. Uh, I like this episode a lot. I found, um, I wish they, they would come up with more imaginative stuff for these these these, these hunks to do. Uh, this not just like, find a werewolf, find a djinn. Like, it just feels mm. really, really generic and kind of superfluous to me. Um, and I get it. And, like, and I get what they're doing. It's funny because... While all that stuff was like very vanilla, and I guess maybe it had to be because there's the witch stuff going on. I feel like the little witch adventure was a little bit more exciting. Exactly. And if it had been yeah. fully focused on that, I wonder if it could have even been uh, better. Um, you know, they we have this like stakeout in the mobile witch crib outside. Uh, these weird hex rules about the whole apartment. Like they could have like really like played with that. Like certain rooms, certain people can go. You know, it, they could have gotten crazy with it. Um, so I hope we get to see at least if we're going to have more random one-off episodes, at least I hope that they are creative. Yeah. I, uh, but overall, I, I thought this was good. I'm, I'm glad that Castiel got mm-hmm. some attention. It's very cool. Uh, I think this is maybe the fourth or fifth time in the series that we see Castiel hunting on his own. Uh, it's very cool seeing him be extremely competent at it. Um, like just doing the work, just like living his life, like fishing yeah. and doing some hunting. And that's, that's just, trying to exist like I, I i like that like seeing this stuff a lot uh i like the fact that rowena remains kind of a ever-present specter in this um mm. in a way that like I, mean, I hate to say it but like mary hasn't um and maybe because yeah just, they sort of just like okay what, mary I mean, was our revenge plot for two episodes and now, now she's just gone now, and now dead she's, now she's i don't dead. know maybe it's because like she came back for a brief period of time she's in heaven they know she's happy yeah meanwhile I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is weird. Um, but it's 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 all good. Like I I I like I like this. And I like where this is going. Um, so yeah. Do you have any final thoughts, or do you want to end this insane podcast um, that we've been recording? I guess for? I guess we should end this insane, <laughs> insane podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for the people that continue to reach out on social media. Um, if you 
want to tell us how weird and bad this episode is, maybe just keep that to yourself. Just to say, you know what? I'll listen for next week's episode and see if that gets any better. <laughs> um, thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. We love you. Uh, we very much appreciate your support. Uh, thank you to all the people buying merch. We sold some t-shirts this week, Chris. I don't know. If, I, didn't, I don't even know if I told you that. Uh, you can find links to all of those things that I mentioned at monsteroftheweek.cool. We will be back next week with closing time. Time to turn the lights off. You don't off. have to go home. <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry. That's where, that's where I was going with it, too. You ever listen to the song Exploder on that, on that song? I don't think so. It's, it's really interesting because they're it's like, yeah, one? it's not really about the bar emptying at all. Like he was having a baby and like have, going through all of these problems. Like it's, it's a, yeah. there's a lot more stuff going on behind, behind the wow. scenes of that Music's song. Music's kind of like deep. Dude, dude, have you ever thought about like how music is kind of like layered? Kind of like Remember, I, just, the, just the sweet naivete of youth of being like, yeah, you know, the song's kind of deep. Like, song's I don't know kinda, if you get it. Like that book cool. is like kind of deep. It's kind of deep. It's kind of like. I mean, while you know, it was fucking Return of the King. Oh, dude, talk about, you know, talk about young Jeremy rewriting or like just transcribing fucking um, Jim Morrison poetry. Just there's a Jim wow, Morrison. This is, deep. this is really deep. I'm going to write it in my notebook. What? Why? Why, Jeremy? Yeah. Why are you doing this? <laughs> uh, oh, youth. Okay, bye. Bye. Have we, did we not end the podcast there? I thought we ended it earlier. <laughs> I don't know. Bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. Is over here texting me. I'm ready to rock. I'm down to clown. I'm ready to rock. And I'm like, dude, I'm in the cut. I'm waiting on you. I'm in Discord. I'm recording. I am, yes, Chris, damn, I am rocking for real right now. Yes, absolutely. You can't hear me because I'm, you're not in the cut. It took a lot longer to type out than it did to say. I shouldn't. <laughs> While waiting on Chris, uh, somebody brought up in the chat on the Discord um, of Castiel and Dean um, during their breakup. Castiel just blasting the Olivia Rodrigo's album, um, or Olivia Rodrigo album, excuse me. And I just can't get over the thought of like, good for you. Just Castiel just going to fucking town in the fucking front seat of that Hat Winchester's truck, just just going crazy. And then I thought, started thinking about Castiel just like doing the caught a vibe dance, and I'm, ooh, that's some good shit right there. Caught a vibe. Hello, hello. Oh, look, you decided to show up, Mister Ready to Rock DTCRTR. I try. I was trying to log out of work, and my like session had expired, so I, like I couldn't, couldn't get. I couldn't log out. I have a solid minute and twenty seconds of just Jeremy outtakes. That shit never happens. Damn, you know, what is called a dizzy. Um, you know how I usually record the podcast, standing, standing up mm-hmm. in front of the window, nude. Um, <laughs> since we're getting hit by a, a nor'easter right now. You um, decided to open that window. <laughs> I decided to open that window right up. Let There's Mother Earth kiss, great... kiss that belly button. Kiss a little, <laughs> kiss a little uh, raindrops on my belly button. Um, there's, uh, there's, could be some great 
ASMR audio on this with the with the pitter patter of the rain outside. Um, mm-hmm. It probably won't be loud enough, but if you could just layer in a nice rain sound okay. effect throughout the whole episode, the entire episode, sure that, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I could do that. Someone would be annoyed. You think so? I'll do it. Like I have no problem doing it. I'll here. Here's the thing. I'm gonna do it, and we're gonna get a bunch of people being like, "Why is it raining?" And then they'll have to wait till the outtakes to realize that it was just your audio, and I couldn't do anything about it. Um, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to give me like a big reaction for some lightning at one point, though, so I can get. Ah, what was that? Okay. <laughs> so get the AC in. So we need to, you know, careful with that. Was that good? Was that good enough? Yeah, yeah it's good. But you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to surprise me during the episode, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make. You have to really sell it. I want. I want everybody right. to be bought into this oh. foley work that we're about to be doing. I need a tissue. Okay. Across the room, I gotta take my headphones off. Golden time. Sorry, I'm back. Um, you know, just with all this this rain and thunder and lightning, it just makes me so sniffly. Chris, what is Golden Time? Is it an anime? Um, yes, I think it's also, or is that Golden Hour? I'm thinking of. Yeah, Golden Time is an anime. That's weird. Why is this episode called Golden Time? This one we're watching. Yeah, we just watch. It's called Golden Time. It's called Golden Time. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm looking, looking at of like golden hour, like you know, the hour of like sunset. Yeah. Um it's a big it's a big thing in Animal Crossing. Golden is Time is an anime, yeah. It's about um it's like a college aged rom com, I think. I've only seen two episodes of it, so I can't give you any more information. Um trivia. The trivia section for this these things are never good, but we'll I couldn't believe I recognized an actor finally. Dude, you nailed it. That, this, I think this is the first time that's ever happened on this show. Like, is that the girl from that? And then, I guess, I mean, I must have known when we watched Twilight that it was the same girl. Um, Kristen Stewart, of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, yeah, just I just put it together now. I was like, oh, wait a second. The Wikipedia does not mention why this episode is called Golden Time. I guess it's just about the anime. They could have just called oh. it Death Note, for that matter, I guess. Death, yeah, it could have. I've had, I've had the weirdest urge to rewatch Death Note. For like the last year, so I probably said that on this podcast before. I haven't watched that show since I was like seventeen. Um, so you're talking about the which, anime and not the Netflix live action version, not the Netflix live action. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just because I, I convinced myself I was like over it and I didn't like that anymore. I was like, yeah, it's you know, <laughs> it's for beginners. Um, but I don't know. For the last like I guess year now, I've like had this weird urge to rewatch it or reread it. I was so obsessed with it when, as it was coming out. Uh, it was a real page turner, you know, every month or every other month going to the bookstore to be like, where's that new volume? I need to know. Mm-hmm. I need to know what lights up to. Um, and then I finished it and I was like, OK, now I'll uh, I'll binge the anime. And as soon as that happened, it was over. Um, so the, the concept of Death an- Note is I, I have a book and I can write a name in it. And then the next day that person dies. Right. Um, yeah. Not or just I think it's you can specify everything about it. Uh, you need to know what they look like. And you need to know their real full name. Uh, and then you picture that person, you write their name down. Um, so if I said like, oh, it's struck by lightning in 15 seconds, then that's what happens. If I don't write anything, I think it's just like 30 seconds from now or 30 minutes from now, they have a heart attack. There's, there's a lot of rules. And I think that that's why it's like such an exciting read 
is because the beginning of it, he's trying to figure out the rules of everything, figure out like, is this a coincidence? Do I actually have this power? What's really going on? What are the rules? When, what rules can I break? What, what can't I? And then, you know, trying to establish a new world order without getting caught. Okay. Well, that got, that got a little crazier at the end than I was expecting. I just, I thought I just yeah. had a book and people died and I was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well he, new world order. Uh, All right. It's like a, you know, bored, bored genius high school kid who finds this thing, tests it out, decides maybe I can like do some good with this. Maybe I can, I can stop some bad guys with this note. And then very quickly it, it, you know, spins out of control. Should you watch it again? That's, Are you gonna watch it again? Are should we I watch it again? again? I don't, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, maybe. I keep saying it to Jess, and she's like, "Dude, I'm not interested." And I'm like, "Well, Jess, I can't watch anything on my own because <laughs> I'll just <laughs> I look at my phone that. the whole time." <laughs> I made the mistake. Uh, you probably have this experience a lot uh, because I know you and Jess are not. Um, you don't live in the same house. Um, and sometimes, like, and Autumn travels quite a bit with her job nowadays, mm. especially now that things are kind of starting to open it back up. So uh, we have shows that are, like, background shows, and then we have shows that are, like, we're going to turn off the lights and, like, pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started a new background show. It was a show we had already watched called Jessica Jones on Netflix. Um, we, we watched it as it came out. I, you know, I'm big into this whole Marvel shit, so I'm, I'll watch it. Autumn was into it, but you know we're also just looking at you know fucking Twitter or doing whatever on our phones, talking through it, whatever doesn't matter because we've already seen it. Right. Um, she goes out of town. Uh, I get bored. I watch four episodes of Jessica Jones. <laughs> she comes back into town and she's like, "All right, let's watch Jessica Jones." And I'm like, "Cool, I'm on episode ten now." And she's like, "What Uh-oh. are you talking about?" And I'm like, "I." <laughs> I went ahead and watched like we've already seen it. It doesn't. She goes, "What? I was really enjoying it. This is one of my favorite villains. Like you're already past the part that I really wanted." To, like she got mad at me because I watched it without her. You blew it. I didn't realize like it was a. It was a. It's. It, I didn't realize we had a background show and a, like it has to be watched together at the same time. I didn't know that was possible. So I. I that's, really messed up. You, you blew it. You blew it. I guess that's sort of been me and Jess watching that show Inuyasha for the last year. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we finally finished it this weekend. It felt like a really big accomplishment. Um, it's a it's a pretty solid show. I mean, I don't need to get into fucking Inuyasha. Everybody knows what the fuck that is. Um, golden time is a reference to the time period following a traumatic injury, also known as the golden hour, where treatment has the highest chance of preventing death. Oh. I don't huh. understand why that's named this episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um. okay. Interesting. Sure. Yeah. All right. Sure. Okay. Doesn't matter. Um, what was I talking about? My nose is so runny from this wild storm. Well, well you had just I, talked you know, about how you weren't going to talk about Inuasha. In you watched in in you. In oh yeah. Your so Asha. it's so funny. Every time I ever like posted about it or whatever, this one dude would always comment on it and be like, "I hate the freaking ending. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life." Um, like he was like aggressive multiple times, just commenting this stuff, and I was like, "Homie, pump the brakes." <laughs> for real like this is what you're mad about um and then i finally saw the in quotes ending and i was like oh that's why that guy was so mad because there is a it's 167 episodes of inuyasha uh and then there is like a couple years later they came out with inuyasha the final act which is just it's the final season um the anime had caught up to the manga so they took a break let the manga finish and then they animated the last season of the manga Okay. Um, I guess this one dude who follows me on Instagram, he didn't know about that. He didn't know that that happened. And he's been mad about it for like 15 years. He didn't realize so that there was a part two. One of his comments, I finally said, I just, just want to check in really quick. Have you seen the final act? And you actually the final act. 
And he goes, no, what's that? And I was like, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. the last okay. season. So you watched up to season 14 of Supernatural, and, and now you're like, mad because you it didn't have an ending. <laughs> I can't believe it ended like this. What, are the, what is God going to do next? Is yeah. Jack dead? <laughs> so that guy's been living with, I hope I hope I did him a favor. At that point, he probably doesn't care anymore. I mean, he cared enough to comment on one of my fucked posts, but... Um, and by hey, that guy, it's, 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 it's our friend. Time. It's our friend Jake Lionheart, right? Because I know he's probably into Inuyasha right now. So. He's into. Am I uh, saying one that piece. right? In in you Inu Inu like a Shiba Inu like the dog. Yeah, Inu Yasha Yasha Inu Yasha. No Inu Yasha. And in, in, <laughs> I don't know why I can't say this correctly. I'm sorry. It's a dumb everybody. made up word. <laughs> it's a, it's a dumb made up word. Just like a Magica. Um, I've been reading a lot of Clive Barker lately. So what's his name? Jake is into. Uh, not to disrespect Jake with a what's his name. Jake is really into One Piece right now, which is a monumental oh, that's undertaking. That's I think they just is. passed yeah. episode 1000 of that show. Like, is they just watched it or that they just released it? Like, that just released. I can't imagine Jake got caught up to episode 1000 of One Piece. That takes years. Like, is it like a 24-minute episode? Like, yeah. yeah. So it's a it's like a... What the fuck happens in that show that it needs a thousand Dude, episodes? I don't know. I've like, read... Uh, a thousand? In English, there's at least a hundred volumes out. Um, I think I've read up to like 27, which is probably the standard length of most manga is around the 20 to 30. Like if you've got a good popular series, it's going to run for 20, 30 volumes. All the crazy stuff, Bleach, One Piece, uh, Naruto, that's all 70, 80, except One Piece is now in the hundreds. But um, The series currently yeah, consists mo- of 986 episodes, four OVAs, 13 TV specials, and 14 movies? That's a lot. It's a lot. You want to you wanna do that next for after Supernatural? <laughs> yeah, you're thinking about doing One Piece? I, that would, obviously, if it didn't take us like 25 years to do, would be really funny. Because I, I know some things about One Piece, but to go through One Piece with you... Would be I think would be hilarious, but that's so it's like we li- no like we won't be alive long enough. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch I'll watch the first episode and the last one. How about that? <laughs> yeah, well, it's never gonna end. So <laughs> I just talked myself right out of that. Then I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, I don't know how people have kept up with it for so long. Um, because like you know, back in high school, damn, when I watched Death Note, I would uh, borrow my sister's laptop at like midnight 1 a.m like she'd fall asleep and i would just go get her laptop from her room <laughs> and then watch death note on it <laughs> probably giving her computer viruses at the same time <laughs> fucking uh, little brothers man i sort of got yep yep um and then i go to school and people be like oh did you watch uh hajime no ipo that's a real anime but not a real example um mm-hmm. they would just say something in japanese and i'm like no mark Ab- absolutely I not seen that 100 <laughs> percent not no <laughs> where are you finding this stuff okay mark <laughs> The the Wikipedia page I'm on, I was just kind of scroll, scrolling through it, and it's just explaining, like, what they consider trivia is just explaining what things are. So, like, there's a line <laughs> where somebody says something like Fortnite, and it's like, Fortnite is a hugely popular online multiplayer game by Epic Games, which was released in 2017. Like, okay. All right, oh, great, thanks. Okay, In cool. case you didn't know. I wonder what's going to be cool. So, my, my nephew's first birthday's coming up, and... I keep telling my sister, like, hey, when the day comes, you let me know what, what video games he wants. I'll get him, I'll get him hooked up. Um, it's not going to happen, dude. What's, it's not what's going to be cool in 10 years? In, in, in two years, he's going to have a Roblox VR headset, and you are not going to understand anything that that dude says That's about true. anything. That's like, true. Like, kids these days it's are already, a totally different it's fucking It's already breed. weird seeing people um, consider games that like we grew up with as like retro or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Shadow of the Colossus, I think, recently like breached that barrier. Um where people are like, oh, it's this old like retro thing. Like I wasn't born when it came out, so it's like this fascinating thing. And I'm like, Twitter, why did you direct me to this person? <laughs> I don't need I don't, their why why tell me this? Why are you making me feel bad, Twitter? That's not very like, nice. Of in you. a couple years, somebody's gonna pick up a used copy of Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. And or they'll buy it on a on a Steam sale or something, and they won't have been born when Demon Souls came out. <laughs> like that's that's a very near future thing. Okay, which so is wait. crazy. Obviously, I wasn't born when the first Final Fantasy came out, and I picked it up and then played it. But so you get into anything at any age, right? But yeah. it's just so weird to think of these things that feel relatively new. Meanwhile, Dark Souls just had its tenth anniversary this month, so it's it's weird. Yeah, you're not wrong because I mean. Demon Souls came out in 2009, I think. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're 12 years into that. So, conceivably, like, somebody... I'm sure there's some 11 and 12-year-olds playing Dark Souls. Yeah. I had a couple of people on the Dark Souls podcast be like, I'm 13 years old, and I want to play... And I want to be on the podcast. And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable did with you, this at all. Did you finish your homework? <laughs> bring, bring, call, let, have your mom call me, and then maybe if she's on the mic, microphone with you. But that's, that's, that's still no. Yeah, I had a friend who was like, oh, like he's telling me this long story about how basically there was a 14-year-old in their group of whatever online game they were playing. And I'm like, dude, you guys are like 35. That's not cool. Yeah, yeah, it's not cool at all. <laughs> like, you're telling me these stories as if, like, this is normal and fun. But he was like, well, no, the kid's older brother's there who's, like, in his 20s. I'm like, all right, I guess that's a little bit there. His family's there. But <laughs> There's that weird uh, meme thing, I guess, going around where it's the clip of the dude. And um, and he says something like, uh, does your mom know that you're playing with a 13-year-old? And, like, an older voice response is like, does your mom know you're playing with a sex offender? <laughs> Just... <laughs> I don't know why that yeah. cracks me up so much. <clears throat> it's it is weird to think like I'm an adult. I don't want to play with kids. This is strange. Even though when I was 14, 15, I was playing World of Warcraft with adults mm-hmm. and thought it was like the coolest. Thing. I thought these people were like my real friends. Definitely um, not. Like you think you think about how a 13, 14 year old kid sounds like to you nowadays as an adult, yeah. and like imagine how they were like. It was very nice of all of those older friends that I had to treat me as if I was a normal fucking human being and not just a fetus with legs. <laughs> like. Yeah. yeah ridiculous absolutely it's, ridiculous uh, i guess we gotta learn some patience it's funny earlier uh when i started watching supernatural jess was on her lunch break and started texting me and i was like hey lol we gotta stop eating like this i just started watching supernatural i gotta take notes uh sure enough we've begun she's recording stri- and she's yep yep i don't think that this I, is I, a bad I've thing i talked about her with this is like the timing's always crazy and i feel like she's aiming for it now I think I think she is, which is fine. Like she's get, get her on the show. To be honest with you, can you send the text messages into your microphone? Um, what do you what is what do you mean? I just read the text messages. Like let's oh, get read into the it. text messages. Yeah, yeah. Glad you got the plat. <laughs> I was talking about the platinum trophy. I just got. Um, that's the most. The rain's p- finally hit here, and it's pretty bad. LOL is what she said. That's the most pathetic text I've ever seen anybody get. Oh, yeah. Glad you got oh, the yeah. plat. I mean, she doesn't care, Chris. I don't want no. you to know this. No. Like she is being she, no, really she nice. She, she is being so fucking nice to you right now. That is. Uh... But she could like at this point, if I text her about a game or something, she she can completely ignore me. She knows that she doesn't have to respond. So it's actually quite considerate. Oh uh, no no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's very very nice because I mean my I wife know. is the same way. Like I'll talk to her about video games and she listens and asks questions. 
the other day she was like did you ever finish that dread game that you were playing and i was like good job honey like that's a really good job because <laughs> she doesn't watch me play video games anymore like she goes i play video games when she's at the bar nowadays so it's really funny to think that that's like jess and i used to play so many games together i guess i would play and she would watch which is weird mm-hmm. um i mean it's not weird people do that do that Definitely together weird, i guess yeah. it's like watching a movie i guess but like when we first started dating i think the first game we played was the last of us um because it's a very cinematic game it's it makes sense it's it's not that long um then she got really into the witcher so we played that a lot and then over the years like uh horror games especially we would play together and now like as soon as i turn a game on like she's got her switch out or she's got her laptop on like she's she's playing a game herself yeah she's um, not paying attention is, to what you're dumbass like she's got her yeah. own shit she's doing the only thing that we have actively played together recently was silent hill one and two um just you know, solving the puzzles and like trying to remember stuff together. That that was a lot of fun, actually. There's a a game just came out on Game Pass and presumably other platforms called Procession to the Calvary, um, oh. which looks like a, like a weird point and click game. And it's the only game in a long time that Autumn was like, "Oh, I want to watch you play this." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'll I will not play this." And I haven't. I have we not, got one. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't. I haven't played it at all. So. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I finally got my platinum trophy in raging loop raging it was a very loop. cool game the a lot time of twists a lot of turns time travel game uh, that you mentioned not long ago yeah it's um i guess it's more like a groundhog day type game is even though that's it's, sort a, t- of the it's same. a time loop not a time travel right time like t- yes time exactly loop. it's right there in the um, fucking name jeremy what are we doing what are we even talking about <laughs> game was very very cool um a real page turner if you will mm-hmm. and will. um yeah, it's it, the, the ending of this game. It's suddenly it's like here's an info dump, here's an explanation. Okay, you did it, you win. It's and I, that was the only part where I felt like mildly let down because it's suddenly it's just like yeah, here's all the stuff you, you did it. I'm like oh okay, I'm glad that I solved it, but the excitement of it really was like the moment to moment. What the hell is going to happen next? Kind of thing. Um, it didn't have like a bad ending or anything. It just sort of was like here, <laughs> you made it to this point, so now you just you can just know it all. I'm just gonna tell you everything. Um, and I wish that there had been like you kind of had like solved some of the stuff actively as the player. Yeah, it's stuff that like the main character himself has like learned, but that I don't know about. <laughs> um, but oh yeah, overall it was a really enjoyable experience. If you're if you're looking for a for some reason a visual novel, Raging Loop is the way to go. If uh just to just to keep us all on the same page, I am now getting text from Autumn. So perfect. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're doing we're doing really well. Like we picked <laughs> ladies, the perfect time stay to out record. Of our DMs. Ladies, ladies, calm down. <laughs> Jeez, there's plenty of Chris and I to go around, ladies. <laughs> Hold on, she's t- she's tweeting me about figures. Hold on, okay, She's texting me. No, just, gotta, let's just respond and then we'll get into it. <laughs> Where are my figs? Good smile company, quit delaying my nandroid. Jesus Christ, come on, good smile company, what are you doing? Autumn is saying that uh, she is headed back to a hotel and they might do dinner at the hotel tonight. So just to keep everybody wow. like on the on the same page, what what what, what yeah. the what the girls are doing, what the Monster Week women are, are got going on. She's still typing. Come on. <laughs> do you want to talk about supernatural? I don't have any. I don't have any body horror stories. So I, I, always, that I, could, I could share. I'm with. a uh, a pretty thorough. Okay. text back her with jess when she course, sends sure. like i don't give her a one word answer or anything i'll, I'll give her a whole response mm-hmm. um but she she's texting now I, I was like hey by my short responses i'm hoping you'll pick up on the fact that i can't talk right now and then finally had to be like i'm sorry i'm recording nope <laughs> i um 
<clears throat> I think I told you about that one time that Autumn like gave me the thumbs up reaction to a text message, and I was like, "Are we are we broken up? <laughs> Did we not? T- are, are you have you fallen out of love with me?" Did she? No, no. Apparently, she still <laughs> loves me. She's still concerned about me and likes me and all that stuff. So. All right, let's rock and roll, bro. Let's rock and roll. He's gonna be this, the most awkward outtakes ever as we're like both trying to focus while getting texts. Fucking hilarious, dude. Anyway, golden time. So, episode <clears throat> one. The main character, I think, falls in love with his friend's childhood friend. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're talking about here? Yes, definitely. Keep going. I'll I'll uh, hit the uh, with the Wikipedia page, and you tell me how much I'll see how much you can get right about this. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Okay, never mind. No. Uh. Read me some Twilight quotes. I'll tell you who said them. <laughs> we don't have time for games, Chris. We'll do that next week. All right, we'll do that go. next time. Last time on Supernatural, I shit my pants. Cass, I shit my pants. Dean, that's not my problem anymore. <laughs> Get one of Sam's full-length diapers. Those are <laughs> snow pants, Cass. Dean, that's not my problem. <laughs> If I can't kiss you, I'm definitely not wiping your ass. I'm just sorry. There's there's limits. <laughs> you get both or you get neither, Dean. <laughs> All right, let's do the let's do this episode. Okay. <clears throat>